0: There we go. Record button has been pushed. Cat is meowing. Everything is good to go.
1: (laughs) All right. and welcome back to another episode of two nerds maybe more we are recording on march 21st 2020 and with me as usual i have my co-host marty how are you doing today marty hello i am good i'm
0: quarantined myself just like everyone else in the world pretty much what most places i think so uh here we are I'm um, uh, following the news i'm following the
1: politics and i'm ready to talk about it um once again we are not a politics themed podcast but we are in fact video game themed podcast and a couple other things so as is tradition we have cats in the background and we're gonna (laughs) talk about um what we've been watching now really quickly um i didn't know if this was a show or if you were being (laughs) creepy but marty says that he's been watching you and i assume that that meant me (laughs) (laughs) I've been
0: watching you. I've been watching your Twitch stream. It's the best Ah. thing that I've I've seen lately. And no, this is actually (laughs) a (laughs) this is actually a Netflix show. Um, Um, No, (laughs) it's called You, and I will I will explain what it's about to you, Michael. Okay, and uh, and then then maybe you will be. Hmm, that's interesting, or maybe not. I don't know. The thing is that I didn't really know what to think about this. Uh, it was I finished altered carbon season two. By the way, that's I've been watching that. I finished that, and then um, quick review. I didn't like it as much as the first one. There we go. <laughs> um, then uh, a trailer popped up for you, uh, mm-hmm. which is this. You follow this dude who meets a girl and he's interested in her and he is basically stalking her, uh, learning everything he can about her. He steals her phone uh, so he can follow in her life. And uh, he just really wants to get close to her and he and he finds out that she has a sort of boyfriend who is an a-hole uh, towards her and things like that. And he basically just wants to, you know, get close to her. He's a stalker. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weird thing—it's so weird because you know, I mean, she's not keeping the best company to begin with. The boyfriend mm-hmm. is an a-hole, uh, so you're, you're so you actually end up sitting there rooting for this stalker guy to get rid of the boyfriend and stuff like that. And it's just so—it's <laughs> so weird uh, because you know, it's just—he's—he's—he's he's, he's not a good guy, but. He, he the things that he wants to do is you know he do wants to do the right things he d- does want to correct her life to be a better life for her but he wants to also be part of her life and it's just so i don't know it it's mind boggling because he he's not a good guy, but you keep rooting for him, and it's just so weird. And I don't know if that makes me a weirdo or if that's just incredibly good writing or what it is. Uh, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm not. I'm still not done with first season, but uh, it's it's really cool. I I, I would. Uh, recommend you to at least check out the one first one to two episodes is to see if it's something for you. But I don't know. I just got sucked in. It's it's really
1: really good, and I have no clue where it will end. <laughs> um. Okay. So we have a creepy thing on the, <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the first thing that we talk about stalkers and uh, um. I guess, I guess, like uh, an extrapolation from it would kind of be along the lines of. It's akin to people doing like they want to do the right thing sometimes, but they go, but their reasoning behind it is not always the purest of intentions. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, it's also kind of interesting to see because you know, if you're meeting someone new, obviously you know that. If you're not, you know, if you're not going steady or anything yet, obviously, you know, other things can happen. And it's just stuff where I'm like, I don't want to know that. If I am mm-hmm. if I met someone, I don't know, want to know what they were doing. And obviously, this guy knows everything about her and she, he knows what she's doing, who she's doing what with. And, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, just imagine that, you know, I, I wouldn't want to know that. That would be such a mind fuck for me. Yeah, uh, it's uh... <laughs> you're not supposed to know everything, and it's just and I mean that's also something that the the, the show actually shows that you know he interprets something very wrong because he mm-hmm. knows too much. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's still, it's cool. It, it's 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 a cool thought experiment, and I'm just really enjoying the show so far. I think the the acting is cool and the script, mm-hmm. the writing is is really cool. Uh, so yeah, it's it's pretty cool, worth All checking right. out. A bit first few episodes see if it's something for you but yeah i, I got right,
1: something um, i'll have to check that out i'm usually a fan of things where um like a villainous character can become a little bit um of like an anti-hero type deal this doesn't hmm. quite sound like that but uh when i look at characters like when i used to watch the walking dead a lot um uh, there were characters like the governor that even though you knew he was bad it was just like i like this character and i want to see him like wreck people or something like that but um, <laughs> i've actually been watching an, a show that we talked a little bit about last week when tom brought it up tom brought up mm-hmm. the expanse last week yeah. and you mentioned it was a really good show and i started watching it so i'm about eight episodes in of season uh-huh. one so i have about two episodes left for season one and i am really enjoying it mm-hmm. i'm really enjoying it i think that it's this show immediately for whatever reason has amazing character development. Yeah. There's so much that we don't know about the characters starting off, and yet we still feel like we can relate and see the different things that are going on in each of their heads and their motives, and it just feels like you can connect with them, while also there's like this looming mystery. There's these corporation-type deals at play, and it's very interesting. I'm really enjoying it so far. I am a sucker for sci-fi stuff, so... I've been wanting to watch this for a while. I wanted to read it first, but I realized that that probably wasn't going to happen. So (laughs) I just jumped in and just started watching it and I'm really enjoying it. And it's probably better that I'm watching the show first because a lot of times you'll read a book and then watch something and you're like, Oh, well, it's not as good as a book. Mm -hmm. While I feel if you do it in reverse, where you watch something and then read the book, rather than saying, like, oh, it destroyed the book, it's more of, like, wow, like, it really enhances it, and now I see all the extra little things that are going on, which is a weird uh, dynamic there.
0: Apparently, it should be fairly close. At least uh, the first uh, few seasons of things should be fairly close to the books. I haven't read them myself either, so I don't know, but just from what I've heard, uh, I think people in general are pretty pleased with how, how close the series and the books are. Mm-hmm. Another thing is that I feel like, at least in season four, it might have gone a little bit out the window, but um, in, at least in the first few seasons, all the science stuff, Is pretty Mm -hmm. accurate to how what our knowledge is today and how gravity works and stuff like that. Uh, Apparently, I'm 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 not a scientist. I can't prove it myself, so I have to trust other people. But apparently, it should be fairly uh, fairly realistic on how these things work. Uh, So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. All
1: right. Um, Other than that, I've been playing some games this week. Um, I think we'll start off with the big one that just released yesterday. I actually started playing Doom Eternal, which is the new Ooh. Doom game from id Software. And holy moly, it is great in so many different ways. Uh, the first Doom, the well, not the first Doom, Doom 2016, the mm. revitalization of the series, if you must say. Uh, it was great. I loved it. And this just brings it everything up a notch. The movement is a little bit more fluid. It's I'm playing it on ultra violence, which I think is standard for like doom players that are not like sadistic. I guess like as you go higher up than that, it just starts getting a bit ridiculous, but I'm playing it on ultra violence mode, which is essentially hard mode. Hmm. Uh, before that it's normal and then easy and I'm getting my butt kicked and I'm really enjoying getting my butt kicked <laughs> as I'm playing it. I'm just like, Whoa, like that was crazy. And I'm trying to do all these things and, and, there are areas that you have to come back to later when you're more souped up with like your armor, because I was trying to do this challenge mode thing and it did not go well for me. I was getting wrecked. I tried a bunch of different things, but I think that I'm just not quite powerful enough. Mm. And one thing that's different is that this one has a bit more, it seems like a bit more story bits to it where okay. my, your character as the Doomslayer is more than just, this pissed off character that just wants to kill and destroy demons. Like it seems like there's more to it this time around, and I'm interesting. I'm interested to figure out what's going on there.
0: Okay, that's cool. I mean, Doom 2016. I I I've played it. I haven't finished it. I know that you're like, why do you need to finish it? You um, do, and I, I do. I do want to. I just have to get back into it. Uh, but. I really, really I mean I played the original back when it came out. Uh and I feel like the twenty sixteen version was so good. It was really good um re, I guess reboot of, of the of the Shanger. Um mm-hmm. or at least it brought it back into to the Lam night. It it's 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 cool. I really, really enjoyed it. And uh I mean, first person shooters, it really it's really hit or miss with me if I like it. Um but, but Doom just caught me. So.
1: It's different than every other uh, first-person shooter out there, like especially with its, its return to those faster days of FPS where you're mm-hmm. moving quicker, uh, you're not regenning health, but rather you're picking up health pickups and things like that. It's a mixture of like a new school and an old school. So yeah. For somebody like me who missed the train on the original Dooms like, back in the day on PC because I didn't have PC, my first introduction to Doom was Doom 3, which was hmm. a complete departure for a lot of people from what the original doom and doom two were. So my first thing was that, and it was all right. Like I liked it. I was a little bit of a horror game for me. I liked it, but trying to go back to the old dooms for me are a little bit difficult. I have a lot of trouble reading things on the wall when it's all muddied together with those textures from back in the day. <laughs> um, and I don't like searching for keys and maze like stages and learning that. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed the new ones. But that's pretty much it on my end. I've been playing that, been playing some Civ 6 recently again and I've been playing some World of Warcraft, so and I think you have as well, right? I have been playing some World of Warcraft. I've I've had like this really weird
0: week. I think a lot of people have, but uh for me, I don't think like my Every day has changed too much. I'm still working. We, I, I have a work where you know we're not really too affected by the whole uh, Corona mm-hmm. thing going on at the moment. We still have plenty of work to do. Uh, I just work from home instead. Uh, so I basically you know just get up half an hour before I need to work and eat some breakfast, and then I'm ready. I don't even have to get dressed. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it also I, I really realized you know how as a human you just need to. Not just stay in two rooms all day. You need to get yeah. out, and I mean, even though you don't speak to people, at, long, at least be among other people. i It's it's. I mean, I'm I'm not going crazy yet, but it's starting. I'm certainly starting to feel like you know, yeah, I, I need to go for a walk or something. I need to get out of the house. Um, but I've been playing World of Warcraft. I haven't really. Jumped into too much new things. Well, we actually have been playing Borderlands Three. You and I, mm-hmm. and and Tom was on the last week, which I, I quite quite enjoyed. It Borderlands is always fun. Um, but in World of Warcraft, I I was like I had this hunter uh, that I that I had sitting there like four levels away from max level, and I it's been sitting there forever. So I was like, ah, oh, let's just let's do it. Um, and I got it to level 120 and just started, you know, gearing up and doing some of the fun stuff and just, you know, in, in, enjoying my time in World of Warcraft. Uh, and then yesterday, I believe it was, uh, Blizzard came out and said, hey, in the next month, we will have 100% XP boost for everyone. So I was started- oh... <laughs> That's nice because I also have this warlock sitting around that four levels away from max level. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, see how that goes, and and it's insane how much hundred percent extra XP does. Uh, I, I think I did my hunter in like three evenings, uh, so obviously you know you you can do the math that mm-hmm. my warlock took one and a half evening, and then it was max level. So um, so yeah, that 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 was crazy. Um, So, yeah, I have two characters now, extra tech characters at max level and just, you know, fooling around, seeing how it works and just enjoying um, enjoying my time in World of
1: Warcraft. Um, Yeah, I need to jump in and level up some characters, too. I've been playing quite a bit of World of Warcraft recently, but I've been playing the priest as, like, I think we discussed before that I did Mm -hmm. the LFR run and I was playing the priest. And I started getting some essences. I started looking up like how to get other essences and things like that. And I'm currently working towards ranking them up because I did ask you while we were playing Borderlands 3, like, how the heck do I rank things up? And you pretty much just said, just hover over it. And it tells (laughs) you. And I was like, oh, oh, did not know that. (laughs) Um, So I've been enjoying it. I always find it weird sometimes when I get on this hype train for world of warcraft things but i get on it after everything is already done (laughs) so it's like okay i'm getting all these essences but what do i do after that because everyone's pretty much done like nobody's doing a whole bunch of raiding if they are it's all just farming and alt runs and stuff like that (laughs) so i'm like uh maybe it's time for me to just gear things up get ready for shadowlands and um Who knows what I I have no idea what, what my plans are. I'm just enjoying the ride right now as it goes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I do feel like to watch the end of an expansion. in World of Warcraft is where I have the the most fun as well, because you know everything is a little bit easier. Uh, there's a lot of catch-up mechanics, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I, I enjoy just playing alternative characters. So obviously I have my main that you know I've been focused on all way through the expansion, and I have alts yeah. um, just to just to, you know fool around, see how other things play, and I, I just really really enjoy the the end of an expansion because mm-hmm. you can do so many things. You can gear up so quickly and you can quickly get into doing the different things that you want to do. So it's always really good fun to me. Yeah. Uh, one thing, though, in World of Warcraft at the moment, just to quickly finish off our World of Warcraft talk is that you can also do horrific uh, horrific visions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been jumping in there pretty much every day, every other day with, with my main because I want to solo solo it just to uh as it's meant to be and i still haven't i still haven't cleared all four wings solo yet because every time i get to the last area i do some stupid mistake or uh today i i thought that i still had my um self-rest mechanic left Mm -hmm. uh, that you can tell it into i thought that i had it but apparently at some point (laughs) it it had popped and i I just hadn't noticed so i thought i still had it and then i just died horribly instead of because i i was like i'll I'll just try to push the damage instead of healing myself and then i died and i was like ah
1: so damn close again (laughs) um
0: so yeah
1: all right um so that's pretty much what we've been playing and i think we'll stay on the the blizzard track right now just to finish it up uh One thing that's kind of made... I don't know if it's happened to you guys over there in the EU, but one thing that's interfered a bit with my enjoyment of playing these games, seeing as how they're all online, is that Blizzard was actually suffering from DDoS attacks as of, I think, like two or three days ago. And they were happening at least like once a day. And Blizzard has kind of been on the rope trying to get it back due to working from home, which they have implemented for their company the response is obviously not been as quick of a turnaround as some people might've liked, Mm. but it has suffered a bit for the community. I mean, if you're an understandable player, then you're not really stressing too much. It's just more of, Oh, it kind of sucks that now I can't play because these people find it entertaining to themselves or for whatever reason, they do these DDoS attacks. Um, so it sucked, but at the same time like, there's no use getting upset about it. I do have a bunch of other things that I can do, but for those players that only play like World of Warcraft, it's obviously been a rough time in the NA. I don't know if you guys have uh, suffered any over there in Europe.
0: No, I, I I had to check when this was and I, I believe that it started on Wednesday and Wednesday's our raid night and I, I don't remember. We had a perfectly normal raid night. Um, nothing well, I say perfectly normal. We did kill two new bosses on heroic. Just want to put nice. that out there really quick. Nice. Um, but besides that, no, it was a it was a normal. I, I, we don't, we haven't seen anything over here. I, th- I believe nothing that mm-hmm. I have noticed in the hours that I've been playing, at least. Um, so obviously, I can't tell because I don't know if, if, if that's been anything outside mm-hmm. of the hours that I've been playing. I haven't noticed anything.
1: Okay, well that's good for you guys. Hmm. Um, so, DDoS are suck.
0: There yeah, they do. I don't like, them. I mean,
1: yeah, they suck. Like, um, don't do I don't know why you. I don't know why you guys do it, but if you're listening, like, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> so let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about some. Uh, we have a couple things that are in the news. Actually, we don't really focus too much on news, but uh, this week mm-hmm. we got got a few things. So yeah, I mean we have some I gaming mean, the, stuff. the general theme so far has been the corona uh,
0: that you know we are quarantined we're working from home we are gaming from home uh gamers have been practicing for this for years we don't have issues with you know having to stay home we can just play <laughs> games stuff like that but we do we do have some corona news uh I posted both of these in our Dragon Powered Studio Discord uh one of them is uh that over in the good old US of A, uh, you guys have GameStop over there as well, and apparently they decided that uh, you know uh, apparently it's only uh, what is it essential uh, stores that can mm-hmm. keep open, and GameStop decided that hey, in this time where people need to stay home, obviously people will game, so we are an es- essential store, so we'll keep open. Um, so yeah, I, I posted this. And, to be honest, I, I don't I didn't really feel I didn't really know how I felt about this to begin with, uh, but then people started talking about it in our Discord, and I, I I do feel like I agree that this is
1: what are you doing? Come on, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> why? What are you doing? One, GameStop is not essential, um, especially now nowadays where a lot of people are getting. First of all, let me preface this with saying that I love physical media. I still love getting like Blu-rays and when it comes to especially my console games I prefer to get my console games hard copy. Mm. Like I like going I like the process of going to the store picking something up and uh, putting the disc in my system. I like that. So GameStop said that they are essential because of the Media that they provide. And now that everybody's looking for something. They are now the middleman. To get them that entertainment. That they need while we're all quarantined. Now. Truthfully. I'm part of the camp that feels. That GameStop is saying this. Because they've been on the ropes for quite a while. Mm. They've been on the ropes of uh, obscurity. Obscurity. They are starting to phase out a bit. Stores have been closing. So. I think Riker said these words exactly where if they were to close for a few weeks, they might not reopen. Mm. And I think that's the fear there, which, which is a bit rough because you do have employees that yeah. now have to uh, go into work. And because it's open, it's going to incentivize people who don't take this type of things all that seriously to continue to go out and if you've ever been to a store i actually went to walgreens with selena and please don't think bad of her but she touched like two boxes and then put one on the shelf and i'm like why are you touching all the boxes mm. i'm like just look from afar and then grab the one that you want um, it wasn't that big of a deal like we obviously we wash our hands and we do all this stuff but at the same <laughs> time who else touched that box beforehand yeah. i don't know so Okay, I, I don't. Just... I don't remember what it was, but
0: there was something at the store as well when we went to the convenience store, and I touched both of them. and I was like, "Oh, oops! I'll buy both of them."
1: <laughs> so the problem was was that there we had a limit on one one item per customer, <laughs> so right. you couldn't buy both of them. Um, so it's it's almost it's right now we're in a really weird situation because. I think people are going to complain either way yep. and both sides are justified in their complaints. They're mm. going to complain because they're keeping their employees in harm's way, essentially. But on the same, on the same thing, if they close, then those same employees will not have a job. Hmm. And then you might see things like, my job, let me go. And if we look at the situation that GameStop is in, GameStop is probably not in a situation where they can continue to pay those employees. No. So, um, I don't know. It's rough. It's rough.
0: Yeah, it it is. And I mean, even over here in, in, in Denmark, I mean, I think the general feeling one week ago was that the government did a really good job mm-hmm. but within the last week i feel like the news has turned a little bit towards why didn't we do this sooner uh, sooner why is it this group can stay home and this group over here can why is it this why is it that I, I feel like and i don't really know if it's just coming from if it's just coming from you know the other side of of the polit- uh, uh, political mm-hmm. side of it if in you know, the the wing or if it's just because people are unsure and it's just it's really weird comparing the news from one week ago with the news from, from today because yeah, it, it just feels like it, it just turned 180 degrees within a week
1: Um, I'm not even going to get into the whole no. news aspect we're not a, of, of we're it, not a yeah. political
0: platform that's not what we <laughs> do we already said it in the beginning so sorry that I brought it up <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, you know, what else is having a little bit of a rough, uh, a rough go of it, apparently, especially in the EU is, um, Netflix is apparently lowering their quality of the stream to you guys over there.
0: Yes, because apparently what everybody does when they don't go out is they stay home and, you know, Netflix and chill, uh, (laughs) uh, so so yeah, apparently that was that was too much uh, actually it, it was not an issue on Netflix side as I understand it. It was from the ISPs that just simply couldn't oh. yeah, they, they they were worried that you know if, if everyone started streaming and apparently they did, uh then you know the the high quality would would bring down the internet. Uh so they asked Netflix to actually to, uh, if they could do something about it, and it seems like they could, they could turn down the quality, form. I, but I, as I again believe it, it's only like uh, the 4K streams. And really high quality that will be uh, lowered. So someone like me who's just watching on a high definition anyway, it doesn't really okay. affect us too much, as I understand it. I mean, I've been watching Netflix. I haven't had any any issues or anything where I'm like, hey, this is not 120 frames per second and 4K, whatever. Uh, <laughs> just, I mean, as long as it's not pixelated, then I'm fine. As long as I can see what's going on, then it's, that it works for me.
1: Yep, and I haven't noticed anything on our end. Of course, I've only been watching a few things on Netflix. So, Um, I think that right now, streaming services are probably in a very good position overall. Yes, all of them. Um, It's not on the show notes, but how do you feel about all of these movies that are suddenly um, being released early digitally, even though having just been out in theaters, now they're all of a sudden being like, hey, we've now got it available. Yeah,
0: I think it's cool. I think, you know, in times like these where it's it's uncertain and where people can't really go to the cinema anyway, so, you know, these companies would lose out on income anyway. So why not use mm-hmm. this as a time to experiment with with what happens if we release something straight to streaming or maybe within a week to streaming or things like that just to see how everything works out and what people think about it. I think it's the perfect time to experiment.
1: Um, well, let me tell you. Because okay. I am not a fan of this, oh, you are for more than one reason, more than oh. one reason let me let me explain my reasoning here first of all I do like I do like it because I get to see things earlier, right mm-hmm. but like you said, this could be an experiment. I am one of those type of people who loves going to the movie theater. me too I go, I buy the overpriced popcorn, I buy the overpriced drink, I might get a snack. It's part of the experience for me. I love it. Now, we have movies that are automatically ready to go digitally. While it's been quite the standard for a while that we wait months before the movie comes out in another media. Mm -hmm. Which means that one, they've been holding out on us for quite a while of not releasing it. And Mm -hmm. it seems like they're doing that mainly because they want the physical media to be able to be released alongside of the digital. Mm -hmm. But that just means that you've had the technology and you chose not to do it until now. But when the movie's done, it's done. (laughs) What what did you think? (laughs) Well, here's the thing is that if it's done, once it runs its course in the theaters, why not just release it digitally then? Like before. Mm. I like I said, I'm a fan of going to the movies, and we constantly hear less people are going to the movies these days mm-hmm. because they can oh, get things digitally. Okay. Yeah, and ma- maybe it's just here in the U.S.
0: Yeah, I don't know because I, I feel like I've recently read that uh, the, the cinema industry has, has done quite well lately, and some of it is partially thanks to Marvel, but in general, uh, I feel like the 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 feeling is that that cinemas are doing pretty well at the moment.
1: So I mean, obviously maybe. Not- obviously not the golden days obviously so maybe it's bouncing back but i know for a while that they were talking about how movies were like not as many people were going to the movies Hmm. and they're like oh you might see that these movies are making so much money but that's because prices are more and if you compare certain things that is not as big as what it seems but my fear is this is that if this trend kicks off Let's say they start releasing the digital versions alongside the theatrical releases or things along yep. the nature like that. What's to just stop people from going to the movies altogether and then the industry starts to fade out and it just becomes one of those. This is obviously doom and gloom uh yeah. for, on my end, like I'm definitely on the the far end of the spectrum here um but maternal <laughs> so for me, it's just like. I don't want to see the movies fade into obscurity. So I do want there to be that long release time in between. And I'm hoping that I guess this digital release is not an experiment, but it's rather people going a little bit of the extra distance to make things better for um, everyone considering the situations.
0: Yeah. It's difficult for me because i this is my thoughts, but I know that I also think a little bit differently than a lot of other people. I love going to the movies as well, and I've worked in a cinema. Um, I had a a, a you know red uh like credit card thing, so I could just go in, show it, and just get in for free for any showings oh. that I wanted. <laughs> that was that was the good days, but then after that, I quit. Uh, after I quit my job, uh, and and don't have that card anymore. I don't have that luxury. I'm still going to the movies. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to the movies a lot. Um, if there is movies that I want to see, if there is good movies with good reviews, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I think that's the that's one of the things, because in the, in the periods of time where I don't go to the movies is when there is actually, you know, nothing that I want to see or nothing that has piqued my interest nothing that has got good reviews or whatever maybe that's just not something for me at that point Mm -hmm. but doing this whole marvel first you know phase into the first few phases whatever i've been going to the movies every month pretty much every time there was a new (laughs) new Marvel movie coming out i went there so to be honest i think it's just about as well that um that good old saying that if you make something of good quality, then I still think people will go. That's mm. how I'm thinking, at least. So if I had the possibility to watch the next, I don't even know what it is, the next Marvel movie directly on streaming or in the cinema, I would still be going to the cinema. I would still pay by the overpriced mm-hmm. uh, uh Coke, at least I don't really eat popcorn, so that's not the one that I'm buying. But then I'm buying tons of other stuff. Uh, I will still be doing that, regardless of if it was available at streaming, because it's just not the same to me to watch it at home.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. We have two different opinions on um, that by two people who both enjoy going to the movies. Obviously, I understand that I'm on that uh, that whole different side of like, oh my god, this is going to lead to the end. <laughs> um, I don't get there very often on a lot of things, but no. for my entertainment, sometimes I do. It's
0: also just—I think it's difficult to to say, isn't it? It's really difficult because we haven't really tried anything like this, so we don't really mm-hmm. have any data. And I mean, and uh, it's probably a little bit of a in you know, a gray area, or maybe not so much. I don't know. But pirated, pi- uh, pirating, pi- pi- oh, I pirating. I can pirating, pirating. There we go. I can't speak. Mm-hmm. Pirating like movies, like games things like that uh it actually music as well uh, back in the days uh it actually showed that people who did that usually spent more money as well on the, than the average consumer and but but the industry was the different industries were so afraid of it because mm-hmm. they just didn't they just didn't understand these people like you know the, the convenience of it to to be able to just i, I can get this thing now uh and then if it's actually good if it's good quality then i'll buy it buy it later and actually have money mm-hmm. for it um so i i feel like this is sort of like the same situation we don't really know what's uh yeah. how, how this i don't think there's data enough to actually say how, how will this work and how, how does it actually work and so i don't know I, i'm welcome for experimenting seeing how things are obviously I'm with you, Michael. I'm, I'm also worried that the cinemas will go away because I don't want I don't want that. I yeah. love going to the cinema. It's just something, I don't know, I've grown up with. It's something and I've worked there. And it's just something that's close to my heart. It's special. It's something that I, I want to keep doing. So I'm with you. Obviously, I, I don't want them to go away. But on the other hand, I'm also a little bit, you know, hey, let's see what happens. Let's actually try it out. <laughs> you can always always mm-hmm. make these experiments and see how it goes.
1: Yeah, You know, something else that was... It was being said that they're fading out, that nobody wanted them anymore. Uh, There's no place for them. And I've always disagreed with this thought. And here we are. We're on the cusp of yet another generation of video game consoles. Mm. The PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X has, they've both kind of, they showed their cards. Um, And when I say they showed their cards, they've showed their specs um a bit of it we have an idea of what's coming down the pipeline and for quite a while i don't know if you remember the talk about it but people were like oh the playstation uh four and the xbox one that might be the last thing that sony and xbox do because mm. they take such a loss on the console when they manufacture it and they depend on their software and mm. things like that so here we are we're at the cusp and for me who likes both PC gaming and console gaming? This is an exciting time. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Do you have any uh, any connection to any of these brands or anything like Xbox or Sony? And uh, what are your thoughts on these new consoles that are getting yeah. ready to hit out soon?
0: To be completely honest right now, I have not really looked into... Uh, you know the how what they're doing right now. I, I haven't really looked too much into what the Xbox is doing. I haven't looked too much into what PlayStation are doing, uh, and that also comes to the specs of these consoles. Uh, but I, I I do have an opinion, uh, or at least something we can quickly talk about, and that is I remember because I was there. I had a PlayStation Three, and then the PlayStation Four came out, and I bought it straight away, and was sort of disappointed. In the beginning, because obviously that was no, that was nothing there. There was no games. Uh, it was mainly old games that got ported to PlayStation Four, and that was games that, that I had already played on PlayStation Three. So why would I buy it again and play it again? It made no sense to me. Uh, <laughs> so that, that's so. I, I hope that and, I, and back then I was PlayStation, 100 PlayStation. I think Xbox did a lot of they did a lot of wrong moves, uh, like. I don't remember. There was something about you—you couldn't sell your games afterwards and stuff like that. There was a lot yeah. of things where I'm like, "All right, Xbox, I'm staying away." You, bye. Uh, <laughs> PlayStation is the way to go for me. Uh, so I, I think, I think, getting the next console. First of all, I hope things are backward com- compatible, um, because. I remember that was that was the one thing. I, I just bought some games for the PlayStation 3. They didn't work on PlayStation 4, so I had this brand-new PlayStation 4 that I basically was just standing there and I still I was still playing games on the PlayStation 3. So that would be <laughs> cool if it was at least backward compatible in some shape or form. Um, I think they it...
1: both will be. What? Sorry? I think they both will be.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's good. I think it's how it should be. Um, so that is, that is cool if they both are. Uh, and then I, I just want to see what's actually coming out when these launches. Mm-hmm. I, this time around, I will probably wait a little bit before jumping on board. I don't think I will be a day one purchasing a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox or whatever. Um, so, yeah,
1: that's sort of where I am at the moment. Um, On your note of what is it called? Of backwards compatibility. (laughs) We don't know to the extent yet of what the backwards compatibility will be. We do know that Sony has said things along the lines of there will be a lot of compatibility with PS4 games. Now, we don't know if that means like whatever games you have digitally you can transfer over or if you have a Disc, then it will go into the PlayStation Five. We don't know that yet.
0: No, and and I, I really don't hope that it's just hey, it's on PlayStation now and PlayStation now you can play all the old PlayStation Four games. Um, I mean, I think that's that's a cool thing to have as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't want I don't want it to be like the only way to play old old games on it.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's almost like what is it when. I'm trying to think about it. Oh, when the when the Wii came out, it was really weird that the Wii was able to support both Wii games and GameCube games because the GameCube discs were so small and the Wii games were a standard disc size. Mm. And yet the console itself was able to do both. Mm. Now, some people say that the problem with trying to make these new systems backwards compatibility in terms of being able to read and write discs the way that the previous console did was that they have to also manufacture the technology or the physical hardware to run that old one which limits the potential of the new one because you're too busy thinking about the previous stuff mm. um so it's interesting that people kind of go that route of i don't care i want it anyway but who knows uh, we're still trying to figure out what's going on One thing that I still have not figured out is what the heck a teraflop is um, because they keep talking about it. If you go onto the Xbox website, it tells you, like, oh, it's the most powerful console ever. And it tells you, like, one terabyte SSD, which is very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, First off, one terabyte is still probably not enough, in in my opinion. But that is a one terabyte SSD, Which is the first time that consoles, both the PlayStation and the Xbox, will have these solid-state drives. Which means that the games are going to be loading. They're going to be loading. And PlayStation has said that there will be instantaneous loading. Which essentially means that it will be processing so quickly that you will not see loading screens. Mm. Supposedly. Now, we don't know what that means. Is that like once you're in-game that you won't see that? And then what will that in-game experience be once it's actually running? Like, will you see things start to artifact in and slowly piece itself together, which sometimes we do see that even on PC, you still see that sometimes. Um, but I know both of us play PC games and I'm pretty sure you have an SSD as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, uh, sorry. What was the question? I got distracted. Um, no. <laughs> um You play games on SSD, right? I mean, my
0: startup drive is SSD. My game drive itself is not.
1: Have you ever experimented with putting a game that you've played on a hard drive onto an SSD? Yes. And did you notice any differences? It loads really quick. (laughs) that's right that's right everything like um i remember when i put world of warcraft on an ssd versus the hard drive Mm -hmm. and i was just like what is going on here why am i not on the loading boss because Mm -hmm. there's always a joke in raid where oh i'm still battling the loading boss
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I remember playing world of warcraft and uh, i had some issue Uh, it was in the middle of the raid so in between polls i was like hey guys i just need to reboot real quick and i rebooted was back in in like so fast and people were like hey have you rebooted yet and i was like yeah i already have i've rebooted my computer i've restarted everything i'm good to go and the some random then just comment yeah you probably have an ssd don't you and i was like yep <laughs> i do um so yeah it, it you know it just loads stuff faster and obviously yeah. if i had the money for it then i would love to have like an ssd for all my games so just to mm-hmm. get that speed boost because it really is
1: the difference yeah um aside from just hard drive stuff Mm -hmm. um the xbox at least i think it says it's up to 120 fps Mm -hmm. which if we start going down this route of games making it standard like 60 fps at minimum Mm -hmm. i think that if you're a console gamer listening to the show and you've never like played pc games or anything on an ssd or at higher than like 30 frames per second holy moly is your world going to change uh, i don't know if you've i've played you'll see it i i keep using this but world of warcraft i have it i have two monitors on my pc if i'm clicked on the monitor that has world of warcraft it'll run smooth at over like 90 mm. frames per second mm-hmm. and you don't see anything the moment i click onto another screen it drops down in quality to oh, around i don't know why it does i don't know why it does that um but it doesn't but it doesn't matter because i'm not using it at that moment anyway no. uh, but when i go over there and then i look at that it drops down it's not even at 30 it's at like 40 or 50 and i notice I noticed the difference. I'm like, why does my game look so ugly? Why do I see it? And then I'm like, I used to be a big PlayStation gamer, and a lot of their games are still at 30, even on the PS4. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to play, like, a game like Bloodborne in 60 frames per second. Like, that would just... (laughs) uh, That's the dream. That's the dream. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm looking
0: forward to that as well. Just get... I mean the thing is I don't I don't really think I probably if you made a side by side comparison, I would probably notice it. I'd be like, Yeah, I can see the difference between it. But it's not I don't think it's something that I I don't know, maybe I'm not a real gamer when I'm saying this, but it's not something that I really pay too much attention to. As long as the as long as everything runs smoothly, I I think I would rather have that than having always sixty Frames per second. I would rather have that everything is just smooth and I don't notice that, you know, there's hiccups and stuff like that. Uh, because, um, yeah. Because so that's actually a thing that we played Borderlands 3 the other day. And that's something that I actually sometimes have issues with that it just, it's choking. It can keep mm-hmm. up. Um, so, you know, in that intro cinematic we had, it, that was multiple times where it just, you know, um, choke up and then nothing happened for, I don't know, two, three seconds and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't like that. I would rather just have lower frame rate and then it's just smooth.
1: So I didn't have that issue. Um, no. But for those who don't know what Marty's referencing, he's essentially talking about variable frame rate, where sometimes if you put differences in frame rate cap and minimum cap, and then it starts to bounce around if it's at higher frame rates you don't necessarily notice it so much between like if it goes 60 and above as it fluctuates you probably won't notice it all that much Mm -hmm. but if it's 60 and then it starts fluctuating between 60 to 40 and back all around and you're going to notice stuttering and things like that in your game and it's definitely going to take you out of the experience so i think i'm right there with you where if a game is steady 30 rather than fluctuating back and forth i'd rather go with the steady 30 Mm -hmm. that way at least um yeah, it may not look as smooth as it does when it's at sixty, but at least it's consistent. Doesn't mess with my eyes or give me a headache or anything like that. No. Um, so
0: I think the new systems. Oh, go ahead. So I, I think one of the main things that I will be looking at a little bit more, and it's something that's f- probably fairly new, it's how does these systems play together with the PC? Because I feel like in these days that there is just sometimes I'm like, you know what? It would be really cool. I'm tired, especially like right now when, when I'm working from home. I own, I have my one desk where I'm sitting and working. And then, you know, oh, I'm done working. Time to game. And then let's switch up. So I spend a lot of time at that desk. But sometimes I'm like... It would be really cool if I could just jump over to the uh, to the couch, and now I'm playing on my PlayStation. But tomorrow I might actually be like, "Hey, today I want to just sit at the desk um, and play instead." So, and I and I, I believe that Xbox Xbox do have something along these lines where you have the bo- the games both on both platforms, right? Or is that something that I've completely misunderstood?
1: Um. So Xbox, I think because they have like the Xbox app on PC, mm. I think that what it does is it can grab your data from the cloud. So when you save it, it's like your Xbox profile. If you go and load up on your um, on your PC, I don't know if the game needs to be owned on both platforms or how that works completely, to be honest. Mm. I don't think you need to own it on both mm. No. I'm not hundred percent sure, no. uh, and I know that this has not really been talked about all that much, no, but i think that's I think
0: that's something that i would i I will look into. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think that is actually probably something that will uh, uh, Drive my decision more than than the actual specs of of the consoles right now, um, um, because yeah. I, I feel like that that's the place where I am where that's actually sort of important to me. That sometimes I can I can just relax and jump over to the couch instead. Um, I've done it a little bit with with Destiny as much as it's possible. Uh, the only issue with Destiny too is that you do need to own it on both platforms. Um, mm-hmm. But the base game is free, so sort of some of the things I can do on on both, and some and some of some of the stuff I can. So, yeah. so I've experimented a little bit with Destiny, and I think it worked quite well. Those days where I just wanted to just you know just sit down shoot shoot some some aliens a little bit, and uh, <laughs> and I could just jump over to the couch and do that.
1: One thing that I'm a bit excited about, and it's actually. The PlayStation 5 says that their Ultra HD Blu-ray uh, PS5 game discs can have up to 100 gigabytes of disc space. Holy. Holy. Now, now, what I'm hoping that this means, because obviously I don't know tech as well as somebody else or in this field especially, but what I'm hoping that this means is that when we get the game and we put it in our system... We won't have to worry about putting anything else onto our system that it will stay on the game disc.
0: I don't think you'll get completely away from that because I do feel like, especially where we are right now that there will be a lot of
1: patching going on after the game has released. So so the patching is fine, okay. I'm okay with like a patch, but what I essentially want is that let's say let's say Kingdom Hearts three comes out and it's on PlayStation five. It's already on PlayStation four, but let's say it's on PlayStation Mm five. I get my disc. I put it in. There's no like day one patch. I put it in and I get to play it right away. Mm. It doesn't have to suddenly start downloading game data so that it loads from the disc Mm -hmm. from the hard drive quicker. I want it to be able to go off of the disc, do what it's supposed to do and play. Yeah. So, um, that's one thing that I'm hoping. I don't know if that's what that means. I don't know, but that's kind of what I'm what I'm hoping for. And for those who don't know, I am leaning towards the PlayStation side of things. Okay. I like yeah. Sony exclusives. That's why <laughs> yeah, I, I like the Sony games. I feel yeah. like I could play any Xbox game on PC. Yeah. So
0: again, I haven't really looked too much into it yet. I haven't really decided uh, on on one or the other at the moment. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I'll probably end up sticking with with PlayStation because I already always enjoyed PlayStation. Uh, that's what I've never had an Xbox in my life. But on the other hand, maybe it's time to try something new. Who knows? Uh, I I think I'll, I'll still have to look into how does. Um, how which console fits best into my ecosystem at the moment? I think that would mm-hmm. be the deciding factor for me. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll
1: know eventually, and we'll probably talk about it yeah. on 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 the show. Um, yes, but like you, I will also not be getting it day one. Most likely, uh, when the PS4 was announced at E3 that one year, I went to GameStop the next day and pre-ordered it wow and then i got it at midnight and i think the um what is it i don't think it was on ps3 but assassin's creed black flag was one of the games that i had with it when it came out Mm. call of duty ghosts knack need for speed and i think that's it but that was Uh, good enough i don't i don't even remember i i have a vague
0: memory that i did not pre-order it but when it came out, I was like, oh, my God, I, I cannot not buy it. That That's why. <laughs> uh, so I think I was so lucky to just find it because they were sold out everywhere. But I think mm-hmm. I found one somewhere or maybe I found it on so i could order it on i don't really remember i just remember that it was sold everywhere and i was lucky to find one ordered it and then got it um, and then there was nothing to play on it but <laughs> um, but no um, I'll, I'll definitely not be doing that again i think i will wait a little bit just to see what games come out when, when the first really good game that i really want to play on a console comes out that's when i will will, will buy it i think
1: all right well I think that we've pretty much hit everything that we wanted to talk about this week, unless yeah. you had some surprise topic that you wanted to spring on us right away.
0: Well, I mean, I have so many things that I always want to talk about, Michael. But because we are you know, we're running out of time, so let's not let's not jump into that.
1: Um, we'll put it. We'll put a pin in it. We'll yeah. put a pin in it. Yes, next week. Um, next week. we have something. Yes. We, we need something
0: to talk about next week as well. So.
1: Now, I do want to propose something to everybody out there since we are at the end of the show. Obviously, this one was a little bit different in the format area, as in we talked about news mixed in with our usual topics. Well, I think normally we just kind of discuss topics and what we've been playing. Mm. So to anybody listening, please feel free to give us your feedback on do you prefer like news mixed in with the main topics? Do you prefer that we keep the news out of the show? Because I think we can go either way, depending on what you guys think. So... If you have an opinion on it any other way, please just let us know. You can reach out to us, um, check out our website, which is 2nerdsmaybemore.com. You can directly email us at 2nerdsmaybemore at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at 2nerdsmaybemore with the number 2 instead of written out. Um, Otherwise, be sure to let us know what you think about the next-gen consoles are you Netflixing and chilling all day? Are you doing anything else? Are you playing games with friends? Let us know what's going on in your world. But until then from myself and from Marty, thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next time. So bye.
0: Bye. Time to go order (laughs) some takeaway. Nice. This show is brought to you by dragon powered studio. Find more at dragon powered studio. Dot com. <laughs>